Welcome to One Shot Dungeons, episode 13. I am Kyle, your Dungeon Master, always joined by Jacob. And today we are joined by Bethany. Uh, Bethany, you said you've had a little bit of experience playing some Dungeons & Dragons, but not straight up Dungeons & Dragons, right? So I've played a lot of campaigns, or like a lot of very short-lived campaigns. I have played straight up Dungeons & Dragons, like... 10 years ago, lots and lots of Pathfinder, lots of homebrews, also like Vampire the Masquerade. So a lot of different kind of tabletop role-playing games, a lot of the campaigns, however, just due to life, didn't last beyond like maybe five, 10 sessions. But I do really enjoy it and think it's a really fun way to joke around and have fun with friends. Oh yeah, great. And uh, you got a you got a Twitch stream to plug. Yes, I do. I Twitch most nights a week, usually around seven seven thirty Pacific Standard Time. Variety of things. Take open to suggestions. Genshin, MTG Arena, Fall Guys, but also uh, Forest. Looking for more games to play too. So, what's the name of that stream? Did I miss that? Uh, oh no, I didn't say it. Wow. <laughs> I right. if I said it. Uh, a birdling. A birdling. Birdling. So a b i r d l i n g. Perfect. We'll throw that in the description as well. Yeah. So everybody, go ahead and check that out. All right. Well, if that's all, let's get into this week's episode. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. I'm a tonguey. Man. You'd think after like 13 weeks we'd become more of men. <laughs> but it just doesn't seem to be happening. It's been a while since I've done a shot because I can't <laughs> go anywhere right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing one at least a week. Yeah. Usually a little more than one. Okay. Oh. All right. So, Cyprus. Last time we left off, you just arrived at the town of Howling Harbor, just on the outskirts of it. You've kind of been eyeballing some of these warehouses. Uh, it seems like the warehouses build the outside of the town, and then there's a little city kind of planted in the center of all of them. There's a bunch of forest all around this town as well. And yeah, I mean, you're just kind of standing on the outskirts right now. What would you like to do? Sorry, the shot's still yeah. working its way down. Um, <laughs> What did that that letter say can i pull up that letter again so the letter says uh hello cyprus we have received a letter from montaigne and he has let us know what happened to you on Hagendash island sounds like you've been through quite a bit recently our ears and witness have told us of some of the mayhem within the stronghold we believe that you have been deceived and deceived by misinformation and to complete this quest you need to head to the howling harbor 
There is no true information in the stronghold. Our spies have checked. We have sent a mercenary to meet you at Don't Cry Over Spilldale. She will be in the bar waiting for you. Safe travels. Love, L. Well, uh, what time of day was this again? Let's say two in the morning. Two in the morning. Okay. That sounds about right. <laughs> because we got chased by those guys. They were trying to rob our shit. Yeah. And then I got surrounded, blah, blah, But we had torches and we're hiding. And then, uh, oh, Leyland. Leyland. Yeah, she was up in the tree shooting people with arrows. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll just go into town. I have no. You're going to head towards the town? Yep. All right. So as you're heading in towards the town, the trees begin to kind of disperse slightly, but the city itself still has a lot of trees and bushes kind of planted throughout the area. As you get in, you're now approaching the outskirts. You notice the warehouses are like one massive circle around this little city. And go ahead and roll a perception check for me as you make your way in. Yeah. You know, trusty old Cypress with his goddamn rolls. Mm-hmm. Perception is a two. A two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you notice each little warehouse seems to have a guard or two kind of just planted at the front door, chilling out. You're not really noticing anything too different. Uh, as you get deeper into the town, though, you do see a lot more houses and not really any shops. Um, the farther into town you make it, it does lead to the cliffside, which appears to have, like, a large stairwell leading down the edge of some cliffs off towards where the ocean would be. And it's pretty dead silent right now. You're not seeing a whole lot of movement going on in the town, and everything appears to be sh- Shut down already. Okay. Was I able to tell if those guards were from the Witten Stronghold or just guards from this from the Howling Harbor? Uh, the ones you saw, you just they just looked like kind of men with clubs, probably just paid for hire. Oh, okay. But you didn't. I mean, you're not really looking too hard at that. That's just something you notice as you walk through right. the town itself. Let's go check out those stairs. You begin heading down, making your way over to that other end of town. As you get to the stair line, you look down, and the stairs appear to drop about a hundred or so feet off a cliff's edge. And they just wind down back and forth down to a large harbor. At the end of the harbor, you see large docks spanning about a mile wide with ships docked at each little station along the way. Also, next near to the stairwell, you see like what looks like one large like freight elevator almost that they use to get shit up the cliff face and into town. Yeah, and it seems to be pretty quiet down there. You see a few lanterns kind of glowing down at the very bottom that appear to be, like, walking up and down the docks, but it's hard to tell exactly what they are from this height. There's boats there, I assume? Yeah, they're... there's a lot of boats. It's pretty packed down oh. there. Jesus, and 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's fishing time. I don't know. Probably not. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, everybody's asleep up here. Yep. So it makes sense to go down there. Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah, I think so, because I don't know why... Z-Mon, or Z-Montaigne would send me down here, or to the city, without having a contact. Okay. You walk down the large stairwell. It takes you a few minutes to get down these steps. I mean, pretty goddamn big. So, you make your way down. As you finally approach to the bottom, the fresh, salty air finally hits your nose a bit stronger. As you find yourself kind of at the base of this, uh, the dock stretches to your left and to your right, and there's also one directly in front of you, but they... About every 40 feet or so, there's another dock line reaching out about 50 feet. Yeah, and you see some men kind of patrolling it randomly, scattered around. Just patrolling it? Uh, Yeah, they appear to just kind of have lanterns up, and they're just walking up and down the dock lines, and it looks like they're kind of just watching over the boats. Hey, what are you guys guys patrolling? You're going to go walk up on the one? Okay. (laughs) What do you got? I'm just yelling it. Hey, what are you guys patrolling over there? (laughs) Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, one of the men now begins approaching you. Uh, he's a smaller man, and he has a 
kind of raggedy cloak over his head and he's bundled up pretty tightly and he holds his lantern as it kind of flashes into your eyes he says uh how can i help your friend what do you need what are you what are you patrolling i just got to town i know it's a little late but uh, we're just here to protect the boats overnight make sure there's no thieves and whatnot oh yep what what uh what can i do for you 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 on one of these ships here no not yet i don't know i'm just looking for looking for an answer looking for a quest you know the the answer to life who knows what it is oh you're asking the wrong person friend i just watch boats oh okay yeah obviously yeah pretty exciting life i live maybe the answer is boats uh answer to what life oh life (laughs) oh shit uh don't think so yeah they're pretty boring unless your life is to travel the seas then i suppose yes that's answer what time do these uh boats start uh sailing uh, it depends on when they're going out and if they pick up the next shipment, where they're heading. I mean, it's up to each captain, I suppose. Are most of these boats, like, fishing boats, shipping boats? Uh, both. I mean, they do everything. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, do you want to see a ledger? I don't really have much information for you. Otherwise, I just watch boats. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like much is going on down here, right? Nope, because we're here. Okay. Doing our job. All right. Yep. Good job. Yep. Is there a barn Thank open you. upstairs? Uh, uh, up top the cliff here? Nope. Dry town. Dry town? Dry town. It's over. Oh. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back up there. Nice talking to you. All right. You have a good day, friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, he turns around and makes his way back down the dock as he begins patrolling some more. And you're heading back on up to town? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it takes you a few more moments as you approach back up to the top and you find yourself in this little city square area with the warehouses kind of lined around the city itself. Yeah, let's go take a look at those warehouses, because I want to know what they're guarding. Okay, go ahead and roll a investigation check for me, please. Oh, seven. Yeah, you're kind of just walking and making your way down and around. As you're walking through the roads, you notice a few of the guards, kind of some of them smoking and hanging out and talking. A few of them are asleep. A lot of these men are kind of wearing just like, just random common attire nothing too special they appear to just be hired thugs basically protecting some of these warehouses uh one does seem to catch your eye and you notice that the weapons that they're holding appear to be a lot fancier and a lot cleaner steel than most of the other weapons that these men are holding and you notice three guards and these ones stand a lot more alert and they're almost kind of patrolling the building in some way but it's hard to tell who they are or where they're from oh uh, fancy you're gonna just go up to them yeah i was asking Okay. Uh, okay, so you begin approaching him, um, and as you walk up, uh, how close are you getting? You're just walking right up to him to talk, right? Yeah, 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 like standard, not like in their face, but, you know, standard conversations. Yeah, three, four feet or yeah, part yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to get right in their face. No. Okay, so as you approach, one of the men, he's kind of already left to go walk around to the other side of the building as two of the men kind of stand up at more of attention as you're walking up to them, and you see them kind of place their hands on their hilt. And one of them says, uh, state your business, friend. What you doing here? I, I just got into town. I, everybody else is asleep. Perfect. Go catch some shut-eye. Oh. Move along. But th- they have no bars. Is there an inn that's open? Uh, well, you better find one. I'm sure there's a nice tree you can sleep under. Oh, what are you guys protecting in there? Just random beer. Random beer? Yep. Oh, because it's a dry town. No one can get it? Well, we ship it out to the other towns. Oh. You guys want to drink some whiskey? Uh, <laughs> Sir, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll tuck that in my pocket. I guess I'll just go find an inn. All right. Uh, you see them kind of relax after you begin walking away. 
So you're just going to wander through town and try and find an inn? Yeah, I, everything looks like it's closed, but maybe I can find an inn. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're walking through town and all the lights seem to be out. Nothing's really lit up in the town. Everybody appears to be asleep. There's no bars open, clearly. There's no... You're not seeing anything really okay. right now. Well, let me... Put me in an alleyway and I'll take a... I'll sleep in there. Okay, there's not really alleyways. Oh, there's that packed? I mean, no, it's like... It's that not packed. The buildings are separated pretty good. It's not like a dense city. This is kind of like just a small town with buildings kind of separated and standing in the center of these large okay. warehouses that all sit a decent distance well, apart from each other. Well, give me on the right, the right outside of the town, and I'll sleep against one of those trees. Okay. Uh, yeah, you make your way back to the outskirts of the town, kind of where you were once before, once you and uh, Leyland split. And yeah, you find a nice little tree to lean against. Okay. Gonna go to bed. Yeah, you make it through most of the night. Uh, it was already pretty early, but kind of hard to sleep in the morning as the town's getting going and you begin to hear bells kind of ringing off and on and you probably get a solid six, seven hours of sleep before you begin. It's hard to even sleep through the noise of the town and the shipyards going at this point. All right, so Cyprus, uh, as you awake from your somewhat of a rest, you begin making your way back in towards the town. As you're getting closer to the warehouses, you're seeing a lot of them Somewhat opened up. There's men bringing large shipments on horse-drawn carts kind of into the warehouses and then empty carts leading back out. Most of them are pretty open and you can see just large crates and barrels being dropped <laughs> off and uh, large burly men kind of working as well. <laughs> yeah, most of the city, like the inner city, there's not too many shops, but you do see a few kind of lined up and some people kind of walking around just going about their work. This appears to just be a working kind of town. Yeah, I need to get out of here. The dry town sucks. <laughs> but is there, is there anything that beaks my eye as I'm walking through? Go ahead and roll a perception check, please. Six. Six? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not seeing a damn thing. Yeah, you're not really <laughs> noticing much. Uh, <laughs> that one warehouse you went to the night before appears to be, it's pretty easily to tell that it's the only one that doesn't appear to be like wide open and have carts going in and out of it. But other than that, you're not seeing shit other than what I described previously. Uh, and then the other stuff that they're moving in and out is just crates of beer and just random stuff. I mean... Not out of that building, but the other buildings? The other buildings, yeah. I mean, you can't really tell since they're in crates and barrels, but they are, in fact, moving crates and barrels. Let's go up to those guys again. Okay. Uh, as you begin approaching, it appears to be different men this time. Okay. Hey, you guys, uh, you need some help? It looks like everybody else is taking stuff down to the, to the dock. So, do you guys need help carrying stuff down there? I know it's kind of a windy staircase. Uh, one of the men kind of ignores you and continues along his path as another stops, and he says, uh, not hiring anyone right now. Keep a move on. Thank you, though. Hey, you don't even know what I can offer. You mean, it might be worth your money. And, and what exactly do you have to offer? Protection. Whatever you got in there. I mean, I can get it down there safely, or I can keep it in here safely. Guarantee we can protect it a, a bit stronger, friend. Thank you, though. Guaranteed. Well, I don't see any iron on you. You think I'm a weak man? Uh, you're looking like one right now, yes. You want to do, do a duel here in the middle of the street? Uh, no need, friend. Uh, are, you, uh, are you trying to persuade him? Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll a persuasion. I'm not trying to intimidate him. I'm just saying, hey, let's just duel, you know? Yeah. I got a 21. Says, uh, all right, friend. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he draws out his large two-handed blade as he kind of places it into his hands um 
and he takes a helmet off of his side and tosses it on to his head as well. Uh, he says, uh, and what will you be fighting with today? Uh, these? Just your hands then. All right. Maybe a little bit of something else, you know? <laughs> okay, then. He kind of sets up in a defensive stance as he stands about five feet from you now at this point. Okay. And I'm outside of the Witten Empire, so is magic still outlawed here? I You're should... within the Witten Empire. Oh, I am. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm just messing with you, bro. Have a good one. Roll a deception check. Twelve? He kind of eyeballs you for a minute as he walks back over to his friend, and you see them chatting for a minute, and the other one kind of turns back around and kind of stares at you for a minute or two. Uh, salute at him and walk away. Okay. Uh, they're still eyeballing you as yeah. you turn around. As he walks past my tree, it's my yeah. tree, um, <laughs> I'm going to grab him by the arm and say, what the hell do you think you're doing? Uh, messing with the guards. Messing with crown guards. Just just for fun? Yeah, I don't really like them. <laughs> well, no shit. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah, so you just mess with them a little bit. They're not going to fuck with me. Look at them. I egged them on and then I walked away. Nothing happened. You're playing with fire there. What are you doing in this town? What are you, what's your interest in that warehouse? Eh, it's suspicious. I like suspicious things. <laughs> Makes sense since you are highly suspicious. Right. You gotta cause, raise some flags. People get interested that way. Uh, but yeah, for real, I'm here. I got a letter from a friend. He said to come down here. And so, you know, I'm just waiting for him. Waiting for somebody. That's all the info you have? So you're just around raising suspicion with no real aim or purpose that's how life is i just had a conversation with a guy last night about life there is no answer i thought maybe boats <laughs> if anything is the answer to life it's trees 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 all about the trees so boats are made out of trees <laughs> that's heartbreaking that's a waste of good tree trees deserve better trees are superior to all mortals other than elves and half elves i take it you're a, a druid there no no the elf but but my i'm a half elf but my dear friend is a druid together we speak for the trees would you like to describe yourself? All right. So I am a tall half-elf. I have light brown hair, kind of tan brown skin, lots of patchwork, leather armor, and some fur pelts. You know, look straight out of the woods. Got some braids. My hair is braided back and then into one larger braid. Now there's some leaves and twigs in there and... You notice I've been kind. I kind of look almost like I'm camouflaged. Got green eyes. Oh yeah. Have it. Nice to meet you. What What's your name? My name is Trillium, and you oh, yeah. are. Well, I don't really like giving out my real name, but you know, when you seem cool enough, Cypress. Oh, that's the type of tree. I like that. Yeah, we like don't trees. Tell, don't tell the guards. They don't like that name. The guards don't know I'm here. Oh, well, the guards know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You know anything about that warehouse over there? Or well, I know that the Witten Empire has taken some people there. 
and is keeping them there. Um, people who are doing things they're not supposed to be doing. So they've got a random they've got a random prison in the warehouse. I believe it's a temporary holding. I'm not entirely certain. I uh, tracked them after they took Tomlin from me. Oh, is Tomlin your your close friend? In fact, he is. He was doing magic, and uh, what can I say? They don't like much of that around here. Despite the fact that we were in our forest, in our marshlands. But no, it's all theirs. It's all their rule. Hit the Witten Empire. So I asked why you're curious about that warehouse, seeing as you you had no idea what was in there, just that it was extra guarded. Yeah, and uh, so, you know, there were some guards there not moving stuff, so piqued my curiosity. Now knowing that the King's Queen's Guard, it's all game. So... I mean, if you really hate the Witten Empire as much as you say you do, even though you were just offering to help those guards out, uh, why don't you help me uh, break into it? Sure. We'll get Tomlin out of there. All right. So (laughs) what I know right now is that they work in like 12-hour shifts from about midnight to noon. So at noon, it's going to switch switch guards, and I've been watching them for a couple days so i sort of know their their routes a little bit so we're so gonna we, have to wait until nightfall okay so you're saying wait at the 12 hour mark and then we kill all the guards at the same time <laughs> um so they do like a a pass down or pass off at about midnight where the two guards meet so if we figure out what area they're meeting at we need to go to one of the other entrances during that time <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. They meet all together at one one spot of the the warehouse. I see. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> You've been watching them in the trees. I don't. I have no you know idea. I just meet got at it. the. Uh, they meet at the front entrance. That's kind of where the exchange happens. Like three go in, three come out at the front gate. There's the large shipping door out back, which has a trail as well. And then you know of some other somewhat interesting entrances that you've kind of spotted that could be used. But yeah. so they they meet all at their areas that they're guarding at the front entrance. All six of the guards, the three from the day shift, three from the night shift, they all meet at one time, which frees up very briefly the other entrances. Okay, are you good at are you good at picking locks? No. Oh, <laughs> what's lock picking? I spend most of my time in the forest. This is very out of character for me. Um, honestly, I just want to get in, get my friend, and go back to my trees. That's fair enough. I don't like people. I just like trees. I'm assuming that like maybe... Like bushes, like vines, those are okay, but like trees. <laughs> Where it's at. What about birds? <laughs> yeah. ah. They're okay. Kind of scary. Don't like the talons very much, but, you know, they're part of nature, so... I protect them. This is I protect everything in my forest. Okay. You think, uh, so what, what, did, what did Tomlin do? What did he, oh, he's magic. Never mind. That's dumb. Already yeah. Done. He is protecting <laughs> his swamp. Is Tomlin a Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> Ogre, I mean. <laughs> Shrek. How dare you? <laughs> no. Okay, well, what do you suggest that we do for what? This is probably like seven in the morning. We got a ways to go till night. Should have caught me last night, <laughs> two in the morning. <laughs> well, 
you looked tired. You looked like shit. So I figured I'd let you rest. Yeah, that's fair. Some guys kind of try to rob me. With what? You don't look like you have anything of value. I don't. They Joke's on them. They're dead now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's a little karmic. Uh, So I think for the next, while we wait for that pass down to happen about noon, we can just do more surveillance. Or we can go look at some trees. Some trees? We can look at trees. Well, you've done surveillance. I have some stumps over there with some really cool, like, tree rings. You can tell, like, the history of, like, when there was, like, drought years. It's really cool. (laughs) Okay. So is that what you guys are going to go do? (laughs) Go check out the trees? Well, sure. I mean, mushrooms, too. Can we get, yeah, let's get some mushrooms. Let's trip out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. How long does a shroom trip last? Uh, about six, well, it depends on how strong they are, but it could be anywhere between three to six hours. We have plenty of time. Let's get a tune Perfect. with nature. <laughs> Let's have some mushrooms. All right. So are you guys heading back into the forest kind of then? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she's done surveillance. She knows that they're going to meet in the front. Yeah. We do a shroom trip that cuts out, you know, a couple hours and then we can figure out what we want to do after that. Okay. All right. So as you guys begin making your way back out to the tree line, once again, um, Trillium, you kind of take the lead as you dive deeper into the forest at this point. Are you guys mushroom hunting? Or are you looking at trees? What's the plan here? Mushroom hunting. Mushroom hunting. Between the two of you, uh, you're kind of, you're finding some berry bushes, and then you finally find a strange pack of mushrooms, and they appear to be orange and kind of strange little large tulip tops, and it's kind of hard to tell exactly what they are. But you do find them... Um, Trillium, you're just kind of having an issue. You haven't even really seen these ones, so they're new to you as well. And you can't really tell what they would do, but they look interesting. I mean, orange, white little peaks and stuff like that. I'm afraid that these are poison. I don't know. What do you know? What about... Yeah, you don't know anything about these mushrooms, do you? Yeah, this is... We're a bit far from my forest, so it's a little little bit of a a different uh, species than I'm used to. Are there any animals around? Um, please roll another, well, are you going to try and find, like, animal tracks, or just kind of getting in tune with nature to see if you can hear them? So I want to see if I can talk to an animal to ask if the mushrooms are poisonous, because I have the speak with animals. You do? Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll, (laughs) I'll give you a nature check at advantage to see if you can't find something. So that's a 16. Okay. As you're kind of peering around the forest for a moment, you see a little squirrel about 25 to 30 feet away from you guys, kind of running up and down the side of a tree, kind of eyeballing you guys. Okay. The fuck is that squirrel looking at? (laughs) (laughs) So I approach the squirrel, because I have to be within 10 meters. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you can easily enough get a bit close-ish to it, and it doesn't seem to just run away from you. So I ask, hello, little friend, do you know about these mushrooms? Are they, do you see other humans get them or eat them? Or have you ever eaten them? Are they poisonous? Uh, he says, uh, oh, oh, shit, you can talk. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> hey, lady, uh, uh, you're talking about those orange ones, right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh boy, uh, yeah, you see my buddy, my buddy Philip, he ate those once and, uh, he tripped balls for about an hour and then he just started throwing up all over the place and, uh, I don't know if it was his little squirrel body or what, but, uh, he sure died. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't hear that, so I can't react to that, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what they do to a human, you're a lot bigger than a squirrel. How much of a mushroom did he have? Uh, he, he had one little stalk, but I mean, that's a lot for a squirrel. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go back to uh, Jakey, Cypress. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that I can say Jakey. So, it does appear that these mushrooms are safe. I'd say let's stick to a low dose, like a small mushroom or half a mushroom each, just to avoid any nasty side effects. I'll eat a, I'll eat a stock. Eating one? Yeah. All righty. What about you, Trillium? I'll I'll do about half a mushroom. Okay. Uh, both of you guys, please roll Constitution saving throws for me. Nineteen. Okay. Natural twenty. Ooh. Okay. Somebody's having a good trip. Yeah, yeah. I ate a whole one. <laughs> <laughs> so after you guys eat them, you're kind of sitting around for about fifteen or twenty minutes, kind of waiting to see what's happening. As finally, you guys are kind of bullshitting for a second as you notice your hands begin to like you're getting little tracers as you're kind of like waving your hand you continually see it standing in one spot yeah kind of like through a camera and as that's happening you kind of look up at the trees as the leaves are kind of forming together with each other and shit kind of seems to be getting a little bit loopy i understand why you like trees so much whoa yeah with the mushrooms back home oh regular basis (laughs) no better way to spend a friday night yeah as you guys are kind of chatting for a bit time's kind of rolling on as uh shit begins to begin to turn a bit stronger and stronger as, uh, I mean, the tracers are heading, the leaves are kind of all molding into one. As you look at the tree bark, it kind of just looks like waves kind of rolling through the different lines in the trees. And uh, I'm just going to be rubbing a, a trunk of a tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there, are there any stumps with the rings? Yeah, easily enough, if you wander for a moment, you can find a cut-down tree with all the rings kind of lined up into the center of itself. That's what I want to look at. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> as you look at it, the swirls kind of, as they sit there pulsating for a moment, they all begin to spin a bit more and more and more. After a minute or two, you notice a little squirrel begin to crawl up on top of the tree. He looks up at you, and he says, you as well, Cypress, can hear him, as he says, uh... Oh, oh shit! Hey guys, did you 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 eat that little fucking uh that little fucking uh orange mushroom over there? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, I hope you're ready, cause it's about to get weird. <laughs> and as he says that, you begin to see him start to like grow in size, as he's now like the size of like a large fox, kind of sitting on the tree stump, staring at you guys, and his eyes are just kind of bulging in and out of his head for a moment. The fuck is wrong with that squirrel? There's nothing wrong with it. It's a beautiful creature. <laughs> beautiful. Can I pet it? Can I pet the squirrel? As you lean down to pet it, your vision kind of flashes for a moment, and uh, you reach out as your hand just kind of places onto the stump itself, and there appears to be nothing there as you're kind of just patting the top of this stump, and you're just kind of, <laughs> and then you realize that, like, oh shit, nothing's there. And the shit's still just swirling around you as shit's hitting harder and harder now at this point. Um, you two look at each other and it almost looks like your cheeks are kind of melting off almost and like your eyes are drooping down the sides of your faces. 
These are some strong mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell how long it's been. It's, I mean, you're losing track of what time is. I'm going to grab two branches and like swing them up and down like I'm flying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so as you do that, you begin feeling yourself take flight for a moment. Uh, and as it feels like you're soaring in the air, you feel like the wind rushing through your hair as you can see yourself, like you see your outer body of yourself flying above these large trees throughout the forest and sailing around. Trillium, you see Cypress just kind of standing in one spot with sticks as he's just kind of flapping them while he's standing on the ground. Uh, but Cypress, you're up there. Oh my god! Oh my god, are you seeing this? <laughs> oh gosh, what should I do? <laughs> it doesn't matter, we're tripping ball. You can see whatever the fuck you want. I grabbed tree sticks, bro. Uh, I want to climb a tree and, like, see how close to the sky I can get. <laughs> okay. Is this ex- where you expected to go, Kyle? Oh, completely. <laughs> you find a decent little tree, and you begin climbing up to the top of it. Uh, Cypress, as you're flying above these tree lines, uh, you see her peeking through the top of it as you're soaring high above, and she now kind of sees you as well, flying through waving. the air. <laughs> you're waving at him? All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> yeah, and as you're soaring through, you see her waving from the tops of these branches. And uh, after a bit of time, both of you please roll a constitution saving throw once again. Eight. Ooh, uh, 19 plus 423. I'm out of good rolls, bro. <laughs> I'm going to switch dice. <laughs> Trillium, you start to feel sick while you're at the top of the street. Maybe it's the heights. Maybe it's the mushrooms, but either way, uh, you begin to feel a bit of like your stomach is turning on you at this point as you kind of vomit from the top of this tree. Uh, And as you begin to vomit, it's slowly kind of coming back to you and you realize that you're not at like the peak of a mountain up in the tops of the sky. You're just kind of like in the bush of a tree, but kind of at the lower end of the tree. You didn't quite make it to the top and you see Cypress still tripping balls, but just wagging his sticks on the ground. You guys realize that you're not that deep into the forest at this point. You're almost kind of on the edge line of the town. And there's there's some people out there and they've they've kind of noticed you, but they're not saying anything. <laughs> works for me, I don't care. I'm still driven. What the shit what they think? Can I collect a basket? Can I collect mushrooms for later? I'm just gonna like Pick the extras. Yeah, uh, sure. Easily enough, you can grab up a nice... There's not a ton of them, but you find a nice little bundle, and you can fill up a small little... Small little... Uh, I don't know how many... I don't know drug terms. I don't know how many grams that would be. We'll say you find about half half a pound of mushrooms. That sounds like a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say like a quarter of a pound of mushrooms. <laughs> That's like when... Uh, like, it's like... The horses weigh a kilo, but yeah. a kilo is like a pound or like three pounds. Yeah, these horses like three kilos. <laughs> yeah, but it's you like find it. Like a tiny horse song. Yeah. There he goes, my tiny horse. <laughs> but you do find a nice little bag of mushrooms that you can easily enough connect. Now that you're kind of coming out of your haze, you're exhausted, and your serotonin has just been completely used up. But you're you're slowly getting back to normal as you still kind of feel sick, though. Uh, but you still see Cypress over there in the corner uh, fucking around with his tree branches. I like how you said bag of mushrooms. <laughs> it's a basket now. <laughs> or a basket. Yeah, a bag. 
Uh, can I look at the sun and try to figure out about what time it is? Yeah. So you've been here long enough. It's kind of just how you judge your days anyways. And you're noticing that it's probably about 1130-ish at this point. Time has flown by and who knows where it went. 1130 at night or in the morning? In the morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, Cyprus. So basically it's now or in 12 hours at midnight. What are we going to do? Are you, are you ready? Are you, are, are you ready? I think I'm still tripping. <laughs> You're still out there, Cyprus, but you can't hear her talking to you. I scout, uh, shout down from the skies. What do you mean? As he does that, he is yelling in your face, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, shit. So I'm like, I think we got to wait. Wait, wait until midnight. Oh, okay. You are two, two turns. Tripping, tripping still can't can't have you going in there with me like this oh yeah because i ate a whole mushroom you only ate, you ate half oh shit that's why yeah i was, I was wondering why okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll come back down from the sky <laughs> okay <laughs> coming down for a landing go ahead and roll a acrobatics check for me there cypress <laughs> i just stand in one spot the whole fucking time that i just flip <laughs> on the ground <laughs> You just might. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, acrobatics? Yeah. 18. 18? Okay. Man, you're really nailing the rolls right now. The rolls that don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but the ones that do matter, I'll be fucked. You do, like, as you're flapping your arms, you, like, yell out that you're coming down for a landing. As you see Cypress's arms begin to slow as he, like, lands with, like, a fist on the ground as if he just, like, came in from outer space and he's just made a superhero landing in front of you. You see that shit? Uh, I did. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> Real proud of you, kid. So, what would you guys like to do while you wait for his trip to wear off? Is there any poisonous, like anything around in the area? Can I can I go root around for something I can turn into a poison? Yeah, go ahead and roll a nature check for me, please. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. You dig around for a bit, and you do find some poison berries in one of the bushes. That They're like bright pink berries with uh, little purple dots all over them. And they look delicious, but that's why they're poisonous. But you do find a small bush, and it's kind of sparse, but you find enough to get, like we'd say, uh, like one dose of berries if you'd like to poison somebody with them. Cypress, you begin to notice there's quite a few eyes up in the trees watching you. Goddamn squirrels. I don't see any squirrels. That one squirrel was staring at us when we first got here. But... Well, that one was, but I don't, I don't think they are now. Like uh, Rick and Morty, when they, Morty can hear the squirrels. <laughs> hey, you, little boy. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're feeling like you're being watched pretty heavily, Cypress. Anything else you guys would like to do to kill the time? or I'm going to hide in a bush. Keep, you're going to hide in a bush? Keep those eyes off me. All right, roll a stealth check for me. Twelve. You find a nice little bush, and you see Cypress just kind of, he runs on over to it and jumps right on top of it as he tumbles down into the center of a little pack of them, and uh, his head's still kind of poking out as he's using it to look around, but most of his body's hidden inside this bush, and uh, some of the people in town are kind of noticing you guys, but nobody's really stopped by or said anything. They're just kind of aware that you guys are out here fucking around. Can I go, like, a little deeper, more hidden into the woods and try to put together, like, a little, like, lean-to or shelter out of, like, stuff I found? 
So after a few minutes of work, you can set up, well, probably about 20, 30 minutes of work, you set up a nice little shelter, a nice little tiny little hut. Uh, it could fit probably both of you into it, but it's not too big. Uh, you did step away, or were you taking Cypress with you? Or Once I have it built, so he's out, I go back and I grab him. I say, get over here, bitch. As you were trying to kind of find a better hiding spot, you found another thicker patch of bushes and you're deep into them at this point, but you can, after a bit of looking, you manage to find Cypress kind of deep and dense into this large pack of, uh, it's just a regular ass bush that's not poison or anything, luckily, but you do find him kind of hidden away just a little bit farther away than where he once was. I made us a little lean-to. You're going to take a nice nap, uh, and we'll wake up, and we'll tackle the warehouse, you know, once you've come down. I pop my head out of the bush like a gopher. <laughs> my nap sounds great. <laughs> All, right. All right. Your stomachs begin to turn a little bit, but you're still tripping. Trillium, you know it's about probably one or so in the afternoon at this point. It's kind of rolled past 12 and it's getting into early, early afternoon. Or, well, mid-afternoon, I guess. I don't know. But you managed to get him back to your little hut that you've set up. Nap time. Like, crash. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. And are you just going to wait it out while he sleeps? I'm going to take a little bit of a nap, too. Okay. Even though I only I didn't trip as hard as he did, I still want to be fully rested. Perfect. As you guys rest for a bit, you wake a few hours later, and then now the sun's kind of slowly starting to go down now as it's probably about twilight or so. And yeah, you both are feeling a bit more well-rested. The city's almost kind of gone a bit quieter now at this point as it appears a lot of the workers have kind of stopped for the day. But you're still kind of on the outskirts, so you're just kind of hearing stuff you're not really seeing into town quite yet. What are you guys going to do? I'm done tripping. You are, in fact, done tripping. Yep, I should have mentioned that. You're not feeling the best, I mean, but you're awake, you're aware. You're not going to take any negatives. Hey, Trillium, you got you got any water? Actually, I don't have any water. I have a flask of whiskey, though. <laughs> well, I'm okay. I have a, I actually have, like, probably a half a bottle of whiskey right here. Yeah. Ah, uh, shit. Um, so, uh, is there a a river nearby? There's the ocean. There's an ocean nearby. Mm. Uh, yeah, but you're not really, this part of the land doesn't really have any rivers. Oh. We can get some food. Let's go in town and go to a restaurant. It's good. Kill some time? Yeah, kill some time, get some water. All right, so as you guys make your way back into town, Trillium, after all your kind of surveillance, you know exactly where a little restaurant would be. It's the only one in town, in fact, and it's called, uh... The half-eaten donkey. <laughs> okay. I feel like you've heard that somewhere. No, well, I was going to say the half-eaten ass, and then like, that's a little bit weird. That <laughs> <laughs> is like one side. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, we'll say donkey instead. Uh... <laughs> so... You know of a small little restaurant in town. <laughs> it's a cute little bodega, or not bodega. The uh, <laughs> day now. Huh? <laughs> so you know of one little restaurant that you can take him to if you'd like. All right. We're uh, walking. I'd like a table for two, please. All right. Uh, a small little gnome woman walks out, and uh, she hands you to some menus and guides you towards a table, and she says, I'll be back in a moment. Uh, one minute, please. And you see her rush off behind into the kitchen. As you look at the menus, it says steak. 
<laughs> That's it, huh? That's it. No vegetarian options? Nope. They just have steak here. Steak and salad. I'll give them a salad as well. Boom. How much is a steak? Uh, it's going to run you about five silver. Oh, shit. This is pricey. Mm-hmm. You want a steak? <laughs> You're buying. Yeah, I'll buy. Okay. All right. Uh, so the small gnome woman wanders back out and she says, uh, so did you make your choice? Yeah, we'll have two steaks and some waters. Perfect. She brings you out some waters. She says that'll be five minutes on the steak. And she runs back into the kitchen. You hear some sizzling and some frying, and then you hear a bit of a... <laughs> like a donkey noise almost. Uh... <laughs> oh, so this ain't cow steak. This is donkey steak. <laughs> and after about 10 to 15 minutes, she comes back out with some fresh steaks. I'm digging uh-huh. in. As you guys eat, that kills a few more hours, as it's now probably about seven or eight at night. The sun's gone down, and it's a bit darker in town. Some of the lanterns have been kind of lit throughout the buildings, and some of them have gone down to darkness, basically, as people are going to bed as well. And the guards have kind of set up alongside all these warehouses once before. They've kind of set up outside. The one that you guys have been keeping an eye on has always been under guard, but most of them have kind of gotten their guards set as well. So, is there some vantage point area you guys would like to set up at? Is there something you'd like to do specifically before? What are you guys doing? Uh, since it's like 8 o'clock, it's dark outside, right? Yeah. Uh, hey, Trillium, let's, let's go behind the uh, buildings up in the, the wooded area. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Alright. And then do you guys just want to wait it out for a bit, or? Yeah. You guys can easily enough get out and deeper into the forest as you kind of wait for a bit. It rolls around to about 11 or so at night now at this point as you're kind of keeping an eye on the moon. You're pretty good at tracking that now at this point, Trillium, and uh, you know that it's getting closer and closer to the guard change. So the main entrance is this small trail to the right side of the screen, which would be to the west, and then the large, like, opening the large gate that you never really see open except for every few days, is to the west. Um, And there's bushes that kind of line the trail to the west, as well as, like, trees scattered along. The balcony that you know of is to the north end of the building up here. And then this is just an overview, so that's the top of the building as well, with those, like, glass panels that you kind of know of. As you guys are kind of down here to the south end of the building, kind of hidden off in some of the trees, kind of eyeballing it, you see these guards kind of rotating around the building as they're all kind of keeping an eye on different corners. It's about 11.30 right now. Are you guys going to wait for them to all kind of pack up to the front door? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so as another 30 minutes or so rolls by, you see them just continually circling and circling. And finally, at one point, you see them step outside. Well, you see the three guards from inside step outside as the three who were circling the building now all kind of join in one spot as you see them bullshitting for... Five minutes or so, the other three now kind of begin kind of shaking as they're all saying bye to each other. Is there anything you guys would like to do in this specific moment, or would you like to wait for them to head inside? Well, head inside or head let's around? Try to, let's try to get inside right now. Right. So do they go inside after they meet, or they just walk around? You see around? them kind of just bullshitting out front. Imagine that there's six. I mean, all I can add, there's five Classic. of them right there, but we'll say there's six over to the east side of the building as they're all talking at the main entrance. Okay. We'll sneak our way into the back. Sneak on to the back? Okay. And are you just approaching straight to the door, or is there somewhere you'd kind of like to stealth into? Uh, what do you think, Cypress? 
I got it. I was gonna go to the main, the back, back door. So just straight on up to it. Yeah. All right. So Trillium, you kind of make your way through, crouching and diving, and you're good enough in the forest that you can kind of weave through this bush easily enough without making a noise. But as you get through, you begin to hear a bit of the leaves cracking as Cypress kind of tumble, not tumbles, but kind of bombards his way through the other side of it as some sticks and leaves kind of crack and snap. You can't really hear the guards anyways on this side of the building, but you did hear that noise, Trillium. As you guys now approach this large door, you see two massive handles in the center of it. It stands about 15 feet tall, and they appear to slide apart on their own. And is there a lock on the door? Oh, Uh, You don't see a lock or anything, no. You take one, I'll take the other. Okay, very quietly. (laughs) Let's try to open these doors. So are you opening them all the way or enough to slide through? Enough to slide through. Just okay. enough to slide through. Okay, go ahead and roll a... Either one of you can roll with advantage or both of you can roll. Uh, Trillium, you go ahead and roll with advantage. I don't like me rolling. Nat 20. Nat there 20. It is. That's why I do it, baby. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> as you begin to hear Cypress like open it, you kind of hear a bit of a squeak, so you stop him as you kind of manage to pierce ears open just enough for you both to slide into this main little door. All right, so as you two approach into this large room, it almost seems like a stable type of entrance. You see a large wooden room with old track marks kind of worn into the floorboards themselves and walls surrounding, and you see a door at the far end of the room. And it appears to be empty at this point. You're not seeing anyone in here, and you're not seeing any carts. Okay, it's suspicious to me that they would just leave an open door without having any traps. I'm looking for traps. Uh, you're not noticing anything in this room in particular like that. You do notice the door at the other end of the room, but, uh, that's about it. And are you guys closing that door behind you once you got in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with that nat 20, easily enough, you can slide that door back quietly shut, and it doesn't make much of a noise. Uh, can I do a perception check? Can I check for traps, too? Do an investigation check. Investigation, yes. Uh, all right. A little suspicious. Twenty-three. Yeah, too suspicious for me to come into an open door and not have anything be there. Uh, so as you approach into this room as well, you do not notice any traps. Oh, son of a bitch! As you search the area, it appears to just be what would look like a little drop-off room or some sort of like safe room, like a pre-entry room kind of. I'm a tiptoe to the door. All right. So you make your way to the door as you find a large wooden door with a handle placed on it. And is that door locked on? Uh, it does not. Here's just be a turn handle. I try to open it as quietly as possible. As you begin opening it, it kind of, this door is a little lopsided as it kind of scrapes against the floor for a moment and you manage to pick it up and make it quiet just enough to peek in. Trillium, as you peer open the door, you see a large hallway leading to what would you assume would be the main entrance at the other end of this hallway. To your left, you see a room. You can't quite see into it. And then to the right, you see a hallway leading down that I couldn't select to the view. Down farther the hallway, you see a large opening in the wall that appears to lead to the left. And then at the far end of the room as well, you see a door to the right leading into another room. But at the very far end of the building, you see what looks like that main entrance door where most of the guards are in. And as a moment rolls by, you begin to see three of the guards now approaching back into the building itself. As you see them all take off and head into that door to your left, to the north end of the building, as they all head into that large opening. They didn't seem to notice you. Yeah, close the door. Let, uh, or we could go to 
go into the other room. But they're inside, they're the right. inside the hallway right now. No, they just walked into the hallway as they were all kind of bullshitting with each other for a moment. They went up to the north into that large opening that you can't quite see into, and they went into that room. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can sneak into the other side then. <laughs> yeah, that was a good idea, Bethany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So that's where we'll we'll sneak into the other room. So to your right, which would be to like the south end of the building, the north end of the building, or that room at the very far end. What one would you like to approach towards? The right? You see this hallway down to your south that leads down what appears to be another door. Uh yeah. And then a room to your left as well. What room exactly were you guys pointing towards? I was gonna I was gonna suggest to go down, which would be our left. Down, which is your left. Or right, sorry. <laughs> so to the yeah, so south end of the building. Right yeah. To the hallway. So are you guys stealthfully doing this, I'm assuming? Oh yeah, of course. Please roll yeah. stealth checks for me, both of you. Oh actually I have I have a thing that ooh, might ooh. be helpful. Ooh, okay. You have the um, thing. Which is... Does she have the thing? That's what she's saying. She's saying it. I've... Uh it's called Sorry, okay. Second, I should have had all my like spells. Like, no, it's fine. Does it start with a P? Open and then in with trace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know that so well. Might as well call you Fafina. All right, <laughs> all right. So you cast path without past path past without a trace. Yeah, you can cast it. Boom! Is just a silent aura drops over both of you, and you feel a bit lighter on your feet, Cypress, for the first time. So, with that, you guys can easily enough kind of sneak through that door and line your way down the hallway. As you get down this hallway, you see a opening. In that room, you see a few benches kind of lined up and a nice little carpet kind of sprayed, like, lined up across the floor. And you see a stairwell leading up in the far back corner. You see a stair stairwell that winds up and goes up to what appears to be the second floor. Are we ready for the second floor? I think so. All right. We can always come back down, but... As you guys pop up onto the second floor up here, uh, you begin to see what look like cells, basically. Um, large stone walls with doors and small little, you see a little mail slot, basically, where they would pass food through. And then you see a small little 12 by 12 box of metal bars that you can peer into each little room. Let's start looking through the bars and seeing who we see. Okay. So, in this first room, you peer through and you see a small little halfling kind of rolled up. There. He's wearing what looks like damn near a potato sack, uh, and he appears to just be dirty. And across the room, he has just a little table laid out with some papers, but he's passed out in his bed at this point. Blind and close. <laughs> Sorry. So, are you guys heading to the next, or do you want to say something to him, or... Let's... Can we unlock it? Uh, you do see a large, like, keyhole in it, but you don't see any handle necessarily, but you could attempt to pick the lock if one of you has lockpick. I have one set, yeah. so I want to save that lockpick until we find her friend, yeah. Tom Lynn. And if I could successfully unlock Tom Lynn, I'll start unlocking the rest later on. Okay. I just don't want to brock, brock, break my lockpick on people we don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for your consideration. <laughs> so, <laughs> you head into the next one then? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, as you peer into this next room, you see 
what looks like a lizard type man, almost similar to Cypress, what he looks like at this moment. But this one has kind of like orangish scales, and he's in what looks like a potato sack as well, basically. And he kind of just has some empty plates lined up on his table. Can I look in there? Is it Tony? Uh, yeah, you peer in. It does not appear to be Tony, no. Yeah. Tony was a uh, green and blue lizard man. To the next? Yeah. Yep. All right. You peer into the next room as you see what looks like a man, but it's like back is kind of turned towards the door and he's facing the wall, so it's kind of hard to get an eye on him. Uh, Go ahead and roll a investigation check there for me, Trillium. 18. It looks somewhat similar, but you're not quite sure that it's him. It just doesn't. It doesn't quite look like his like body size or anything, but it looks somewhat similar, but it's kind of hard to tell. Can I make a bird call? Like a very like a quiet bird call? That's it. Our bird call from when we're yeah. in the woods. Go ahead and roll a performance check at advantage. That's a four. A four. At advantage? That's at advantage. Oh my god. I roll a three and a four. Damn. Okay. You're kinda like you're trying to stay quiet, so it's just kind of coming out a little weirder than it should be. And you kind of see the man like turn in his bed for a moment as he kind of like starts to go back to sleep as you're like, you're just not hitting it right. Cypress, what did you get on your perception check? 18. 18. Uh, you begin to hear footsteps coming from down around that turn in the hallway. Hey, Trillium, there's people coming up. Go to the other, go to the other room. Okay. So heading to the next one? Yeah. Or... Yeah. Stealth- yeah. Stealthily. You know, it's not the most stealthily as you're kind of getting a little bit nervous as you hear these footsteps approaching a bit closer now at this point, but you are making your way through. As you peer into this one, you see what almost looks like a large, it's a large man who takes up the entirety of this bed, and it appears to have these blackish green scales kind of lying down its arms and, uh, and a large dragon head, and it appears to be some sort of dragonborn who hardly fits in his potato sack, but he's laying in his bed. He seems to be somewhat awake as he kind of notices the shadows kind of peering through the window, and as he, like, looks up at you guys, he just turns the other way, assuming that you're some sort of a guard. Okay. Uh, All right. I want to I want to leave this room. I want to go up out of the this hallway into the other opening. So there's the opening, like, directly behind you guys at this point, kind of. You see where that wall stops right above you guys? Yeah. Or I guess you yeah. guys could probably see this. You'd see, like, this corner so far broken. Yeah, that's where, that's where I wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah. where you've heard the footsteps coming from. Oh. Keep in mind. Oh. oh. I thought they were coming up the stairs. Oh, no. That's my, that's my bad. Okay. That's my bad on describing, probably, too. You hear them coming from around this corner, basically. I see. And it appears to be getting a bit closer. And, I mean, even without a perception check, both of you guys can hear him. It appears that he just rounded the corner and he's getting close to where you guys are at at this point. Fucking tits. Okay. Okay, Trillium, we got two options here. We can go back down the stairs and maybe wait it out until he's gone or goes back around the corner. Or I can shapeshift into a guard and tell him that you're my prisoner and I've, I've got to put you in a cell. Not that idea. Let's go with the second idea. Avoid fighting until we absolutely have to. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to shape shift into the uh the one with the shiny armor, the big bad guy. The one who you saw who you tried to fight almost. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you 
uh, Trillium, as you kind of look over at Cypress, you begin to see the that leathery lizard skin begins to morph and shift colors as slowly it transfers back into like a simple skin tone of just almost a pale white underneath the hands and his cloth begins to morph as well kind of matching the same style that these guards are wearing he's not he doesn't have the armor that that guard out front has but he appears to just grow the same facial structures as his face kind of morphs around as well and he grows just a few inches in height and he now stands next to you a bit bolder and taller of a man with kind of a shortish long haircut standing next to you as you guys stand there the footsteps now get closer and closer as you begin to see a guard break off into the shadows as it kind of catches him off guard for a moment and he goes uh oh shit uh (laughs) lynn what do you do up here you're supposed to be outside i caught another one trying to sneak in here er shit let me redo that let me change my voice (laughs) I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> I caught myself. Yeah. yeah. He had a deeper voice, didn't he? <laughs> I caught another one trying to sneak up here. Just not even close. <laughs> uh, he kind of like gives you like, roll a deception check really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot what he sounded like. I just know it was a deeper voice. <laughs> deception nine. Nine? Uh, he kind of side-eyes you as he says, uh, what do you do with a prisoner? Why do you have one out to sell? I couldn't find an open cell. Well, why is she not already in cell? I'm trying to find an open cell to put her in. You're saying <laughs> we got a new shipment this late night? She was trying to sneak in to the building. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I'm arresting her now because she's ex- uh, getting on private property, you know? She said she was trying to save a friend. <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> yeah. 19. 19? Okay, he says, uh, okay, we have... Three open cell, follow me back to corner. I show you where. And you see him kind of turn around and begin making his way back down the line. And I'm going to act like I have Trillium's hands behind her back, like she's cuffed. Okay. He leads you back to the far end, and you guys pass through, pass by a few of these cells, but you don't really have a moment to kind of peer at them. And he takes you, and he unlocks this far back cell here in the corner, uh, the very top north of the building. This He loops you all the way around the hallway and leads you up to the top as he unlocks the door and swings it out, and he says, uh, Here, Lynn, toss her, and here I watch for the night. Do not worry. I see you in morning. Can we, like, kick, push him, like, into the cell? You sure can and try. And behind him? Hell yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll a strength check for me. Eighteen? Okay, uh, so as he kind of pulls the door and stands to the side of it, you approach and get to his side as you manage to just yank onto his coat and slam him up against the wall. And as you slam him up against the wall, Cypress kind of runs with you and begins trying to help. And you just manage to finally boot him in the chest as he kind of stumbles backwards and loses his footing and he tumbles up against the floor. Uh, Easily enough, you can slam the door behind him as he just begins shouting out into the room. Uh, just like, what in the fuck? What in the fuck? Boys, what is going on here? Come on, Lynn, get her. <laughs> uh, and he is just losing it. Uh, I'm going to punch him in the uh, Adam's apple again. Well, are you, uh, So you're leaving the door open at this point? No, can I shoot him through the uh, bars of the cell door? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and roll a attack. He's prone, so go ahead and roll with advantage. 15? So you've line up your bow through these small little kind of caged doorways 
and you manage to line up a shot as he's kind of crawling and trying to stand up from the ground and you pierce a shot off as it dives directly into his thigh and he just begins screaming out in pain. In that moment, you begin to hear uh, guards kind of like shouting from below. It's kind of hard to tell what they're saying, but you hear, I mean, he's just letting out a scream in agony basically at this point. You didn't kill him, but he's screaming and you hear some noise coming from downstairs. Well, see, part of me is like, oh, I can, I can drink more. I can pour another shot. Like, no, no, I cannot. Yeah, you can. Of course. I'll be the bad influence. Of course you can do whatever you want. Hell yeah. I don't work tomorrow. You, you should do a shot too. Come on. I have my drink. Get a shot. Uh, you've been drinking your shot. I've been drinking my shot. Get a shot. Get <sighs> a shot. Join me. All right. All right. All right, Bethany. Trillium. All right. Mid game shot. Cheers. Everything going to <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It's so much worse. Not at the beginning of the game. You just shot him in the leg as he's now letting out a large scream and you hear guards kind of shouting below stairs. Below, I mean, the wood planks that you're standing on aren't, it's, this isn't modern day construction, so you can almost hear them through the floorboards itself, but you're not getting anything quite clear. Uh, there is this door directly next to you guys that you can't see into because there's no little slat, but this one does have a turn handle on it compared to the other ones that were always just no turn handle, just keys. And he is now letting out a large scream in that cell. Okay, I'm going to shoot him again. <laughs> okay. This time, you fire off another shot as he's still screaming on the floor. You line up again as you release your arrow. It sails into his gut as it just pierces through, and you can almost hear it hit wood on the other end as he's just like, he stops screaming at this point as blood is just kind of pouring from his thigh and out of his gut and he's just kind of trying to hold it together and he just looks terrified as blood is just kind of staining the floor around him at this point. Uh, and he looks like he's close to his last breath. Did we lock that door? Uh, the one that you got, yeah, you clo she closed the door once she kicked him in. But it, is it locked? Uh, I mean, there's a keyhole that you don't have a key to. But it, it automatically locks oh. when we close it. Uh, you could try and push it. He had a key on him. Uh, yeah, you would have seen it on him. That's how he got this door open, was he popped the key oh, open Christ. and unlocked it. I'm going to use a lot of spells right now, and it's not going to be good for me. Okay. Uh, and in this moment, as you guys are kind of waiting, you're beginning to hear a man yelling at the top of the stairs. What's he say? You hear one of them just yelling like, uh... I think he's up here, guys. Come on now. Get on. That's the place <laughs> I was looking for. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is going to fuck me in the butt. All right. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to use Misty Step. I'm going to open up the slat. Or the slat's already open. So I'm going to use Misty Slap. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bethany, you got me drunk. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do... Sorry. I'm going to do Misty Step through the open slot. Okay. So now I'm on the same side as that guy. Oop. Yeah, you turn into a slight mist. Uh, Trillium, as you see him, just glide through this open hole in the door and appear back on the other end next to the guard. Okay. I'm now going to grab his keys. I'm going to use the dagger that I got from the gnolls. Yeah. Stab him. Okay. And then once I stab him and hopefully kill him, I'm going to turn him invisible. As you misty step to grab the keys, you pull out your blade and just place it 
right into his ribs as you see him kind of stare up at you for a moment and drop limply onto the ground as he just falls off your blade and your blade is just bloodstained now and now you're going to hold on to him and do invisibility? Yes, sir. Okay, so as you hold on to him and do invisibility, he disappears in front of your eyes as there's still blood stained on the ground, though. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hand the keys through the slot. I need her. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) No, it's okay. He's invisible. I grab the keys, or I have the keys. I'm going to push him in through the slot hole. Okay. I'm going to tell, hey, Trillium, you got to unlock this door. All right. Uh, unlock you, the door. You unlock it. As you fuddle through one, it doesn't seem to unlock. You switch to the second, and that one seems to turn it and click it. Uh, at that point, you begin to hear that one guard behind you guys who is at the top of the story, or I guess you guys wouldn't see him, so I'm not going to put him on the map yet. But you begin to hear footsteps now running down the stairwell as another set of footsteps kind of seems to come to the top of the stairs as you hear two separate men now running down the hallway on the other end of this. Uh, as you've opened up the door for Cypress to come on out. As I'm walking out of this unlocked door, I'm going to turn into the guy that I just killed. Okay. Oh, is that why you were practicing the voice earlier? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could hear you in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll slide into the cell. You're going to slide so into I the cell? To be a, so I can pretend to be a prisoner. Okay. As you jump into the cell, uh, are you closing the door behind her? Yeah. Okay. But she's got I'm the keys still. The keys, oh. giving the keys to uh, Cypress. Okay. Perfect. So she before, as I as I get in. All right. So as you begin to morph Cypress, your skin goes a tad bit tanner than it was before and you feel yourself drop an inch or two in size. Your clothes kind of change into a bit bit raggedier, but they're still the same kind of guard style ones that you've seen once before. And after a moment or so, you see that large guard now running down the hallway towards you as he shouts out, Vicarus, what the hell's going on down here? I thought I heard some noise. As he is approaching with another guard following behind him. Yes, you heard, you heard noise, but there was a person coming in here that didn't belong here. I, I shoved her into this jail cell. <laughs> Roll deception check. <laughs> Yeah. It's <laughs> nine. A nine? Uh, he kind of eyeballs you, and he says, uh, and how the hell does she manage to get in here? It beats me. You guys are supposed to watch get door. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, we were watching the fucking door, Vicarus. L- let me see her real quick as he kind of approaches towards the door next to you. He peers in. Uh, what are you doing in there, Trillium? Is the blood still visible on the floor? It doesn't go invisible with the body. I'm going to kind of curl up like as if the blood is coming from me. So I'm going to try to make it look like I'm injured. All right. Roll a deception check for me. 16. Okay. He kind of looks at you, Cypress. He says, uh, God damn, Vicarus. You know we're supposed to keep them alive, right? Otherwise, the, des- the experiments don't work when they're all fucked up like this. She come attack me. Uh, <laughs> <Italian>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit, yes. Uh, he just kind of side-eyes you. <laughs> he says, uh, so what, you let this woman just uh, run on up here and what, she just jumped you? Okay, god damn it. 
It's gonna be Italian again. I can feel it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I make my rounds. Yeah. Down, up, down. She got me behind. It's like a mixture of Italian and Spanish. Uh, he's just kind of looking at you, and he kind of just shakes his head, and he says, "Uh, you can't be." God damn it. Uh. You just can't be fucking up the prisoners like that, and you know better. The queen ain't gonna be happy when her experiments go south like this. And uh, he just kind of nods back at the man behind him. Vicarus, just fucking watch your post for a minute, and he heads back down the hallway, and they begin to leave. Uh, I'm gonna stand up and be like, and uh, be like, get me out of here. Let me out. Whispered, though. Okay, I'm gonna unlock the door. Okay. After seeing her use that middle key, you know that's the one, so you can easily enough pop open the door as uh, the large door opens up for you there, Trillium. All right. Good acting skills. And... <laughs> Mine are terrible. <laughs> All I had to do was lay there. Let's look for uh, Tom Lynn. Yeah, so let's look at the surrounding cells. I'm curious about what's in the room right next to this. Okay, yeah. So I'll look across because there's a cell across from me. I'll look into that cell, and then then the corresponding, like, adjacent spell would be, Earth spell, cell, cell yeah. would be the one that we have no idea what's in. Okay, so you look in the cell that's directly across from there, and that one appears to be empty. We're going to look at the cell above that one. Not the cell, but the, the, the door. Room, the door. Okay, Uh, yeah, you yeah. see a turn handle on it with a little key slot as well. Uh, can I inspect the keys and see if there's anyone anyone that is different from... They all look somewhat similar, but you can try some keys in it if you'd like. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, as you flip through them, it appears to be the third key. As you place it in, it turns open. So, uh, you head into this room, and you see a desk with a large, plush red chair and a nice, like, regal rug kind of filling the room and a few bookcases, but across the desk you see kind of some scattered papers and a small leather notebook kind of closed on top of them, and then a back door leading out to the balcony. I'm going to uh, inspect the desk. Uh, as you're kind of flipping through some of the papers on that are just exposed off the top of the desk, you're noticing that it has, they're almost like case files. So each one is labeled to a different cell number, and then it has a name underneath it, and then on top of that it lists magical abilities that they have. And then you see notes kind of scribbled under each one as you're just quickly flipping through these. Unless you're going to take time and like sit there and read one or something like that. I'm going to take them all. Okay, you're just going to gather everything up I'm on that desk? I'm going to gather them all up. Okay, you find about uh, seven, seven pieces of those like case files, those papers. Uh, and then there was that leather book there as well. Yeah, I'll take the, I'll take the leather book. Okay, uh, yeah. So you managed to take them and shove them on into your uh, bag of holding easily enough. While he's doing that, can I check out the other cells? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll a investigation check, and we'll just run through the rest of these cells quickly. Nat 20. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, perfect. <laughs> as you look through the rest of the cells on the second floor, um, you're not seeing Tomlin in any of them. I think he was the one in cell three on the bottom floor. Okay. Wait, it wasn't the bottom floor. It was the, the bottom row of cells. Oh, so you meant that cell up there. Okay. That's, That's what I meant. Okay, so you guys head back on over to this cell with that man who you kind of saw laying there. 
and above the door you see cell two. You head up to that door as you see that man still. He seems to almost be awakened by the yelling and the shouting. And you see him kind of just like rolling in bed as he still has his like back kind of turned to you guys. But he's like thrown that shit pillow over his head. I'll unlock the door. Okay. Uh, you pop it open as he uh, throws the pillow to the side and kind of backs up against the wall. Uh, Tomlin, as he, or not Tomlin, Trillium, as he does that, you notice that it is in fact your friend Tomlin. Are you okay? Uh, he Tomlin? S- seems to kind of just be caught off guard for a moment. It almost seems like he doesn't trust that it's you. Like, he just, he just seems shaken up a bit. While she tries to make a connection with Tomlin, I'm going to open up the rest of these cells. Okay, you're going to go through and pop them? Yep. Okay, as you're going through and popping them open, most of the people are kind of sitting in their bed. The small halfling kind of jumps out of his bed somewhat excitedly, and he kind of just, like, stares around, and they're all just like, and and what the fuck do we do now? Like, Shh, quiet. We okay. all gather together, and we leave as a group. <laughs> okay, so what are you saying to Tomlin? I say, Tomlin... You know it's me. I swear on this green earth that it's me. I remember when you were in the woods bearing it out for a bear. And I protected you from those poachers. And you and I pulled your foot out of that bear trap. That was me. You know this is me. Because you've never told anyone else that you were stuck in a bear trap before. Believe it. I'm here. So he kind of stares at you. So as he's kind of staring at you, he just says, uh, my God, uh, truly, is that truly you? And he kind of begins to stand from his bed as he runs towards you and hugs you for a moment. As he hugs you, you feel this large bracer on his wrist kind of slap your back. And it's something you haven't noticed before. But Cypress, you notice these wristbands to be the ones that you once had when you were in prison. I know how to get that off, but, uh, not here. But he does... He appears to embrace you, Trillium, and he, he trusts that it's you now at this point. He says, uh, my powers, uh, they've been taken from me. I, I can't use them anymore. I don't know what's happening to me. Uh, I don't know if it's this wristband. I don't know if it's some of the experiments that where they were doing to me, but something seems to have just, it's taken them from me at this point. I don't know what to do. It's, it's the wristband. And he kind of eyeballs you, Jadily, and he says, and why the fuck should I trust you? Because I'm a guard. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I am also a magic user. I have disguised myself as a guard. This is not my true form. But to get us out, I feel like this is the best form. He says, uh, and what? You just plan on sneaking all 10 of us out all at once, huh? Yeah, I do. But we have to get everybody out. What if we send the horde, the rest of them down all at once, and then the three of us. We jump off the balcony. So we have it, or we take some volunteers from the group of 10 to go through the guards as like a distraction. And we take the balcony. Uh, And I'm guessing you're saying this secretly to him, not to the whole group. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was like, what the fuck? (laughs) He says, uh, and how how do you expect that we can uh, just trick the rest of the group into doing something like this? Well, I think she said ask. So yeah, we but get... I can't imagine that they're willingly going to just sprint down the stairs towards the gods. Or we can all just jump off the balcony, all ten of us. Well, there's ten of us. Thirteen we, of us. We can all fucking 
beat the shit out of these guards. Or we can make like a human ladder to go down the balcony. Or we can do a Princess Bride and we get the biggest guy to catch us. The dragon. The dragonborn? There we go. It was yeah. a very big man, yeah. Yeah. Does anybody want to be that? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite movie. All right. <laughs> What's your guys' plan here? Are you guys telling the group now at this point? Or are you guys still kind of working together on figuring this out? Go off the balcony. People who think they can catch other people are going to go first. And we're going to do this all together. Then, as you guys... Kind of, as you've gathered up some of the people, Cypress, the largest man you've seen is the Dragonborn. The rest of the people, they aren't too huge, per se. They're all just kind of standard-sized, medium-ranged people, uh, different races in all sorts. There's a few humans, the Dragonborn, the, the Halfling, and then it's kind of just a mixed bunch of people all around. But the Dragonborn is clearly the largest one here. How tall is the first floor from the same floor when we look at the bal- balcony wall? Off the window? balcony? Yeah. Probably about... 20 feet. Um, and how tall is our dragonborn? Uh, he's probably about 7 feet tall. Okay. Yeah. Who's the second biggest? Second biggest uh, would be probably Tomlin. He's he's a fairly built guy. All right. So. How, how are your, how's your strength, Tomlin? He says, uh, I mean, I've been, I'm a bit malnourished like the rest of us, but uh, I could do my best, I suppose. If we can get most of the people to climb down you to... Our dragonborn friend here. What What is your name, friend? You're asking the dragonborn? Yep. Hopefully it's Fezzik. All right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> says, uh, hello, friend. My name is Fezzik, and thank you for unlocking us. What can I do for you? I need you to go down. Uh, we can we can help lower you down, but we need you to help catch these people off the balcony. Says, uh, okay then. Um, well, we should probably get to move on then. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, and you see this large dragonborn kind of make his way towards the door as everybody kind of follows behind him as well, uh, and you guys find yourself at this small little balcony. So you guys are uh, attempting to lower him down? Yep. Who's going to do it? I'm going to hold one arm, and my buddy Tomlin is going to grab the other arm. Okay. You guys, he kind of leans over the side of the balcony, and uh, he says, uh, okay, then uh, all three, right? And uh, as he goes, one, two, and like both of your guys' grips, you just feel the weight of him take over you as you both kind of go leaning over the side of the balcony and you let go as he drops for a moment and he just, you see him fall right onto his ass and he appears to take a bit of damage as he kind of just like tries to stand up for a moment and he finally gets going as he's standing now at the base of there. But uh, you guys did not do that too cleanly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Fessick. And then we're going to start dropping off prisoners to Fezzik. Okay. Off the balcony. But not not the jumping style that we just did. Just kind of like they scoot their ways down and then slowly. What's your strength there, William? Uh, I'm also a plus one. I'll let so. them both do it. I have a minus one, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you two start lowering people down, please roll a strength check for me. We have a 14 plus one. Okay. And an eight plus one. Okay. Uh, so you guys get through a few of the people as you're kind of sh- shuffling a few of them down. You get through about four of them. And go ahead and roll again. Uh, 16 plus one. Six plus one. Okay. So you get through the next group of them as it's now just you three up there. 
you hear the Fezzik downstairs as he just shouts out, Run! As a guard lets out a large scream as he says, uh, We got ourselves a prison break. Boys, get down here and get going. And you hear a few of the guards from underneath you begin shuttling out as one of them just begins ringing a bell. And you see them running outside as they're just scattering now at this point. And you see three of the guards go chasing after them kind of often into the forest uh, as you three stand at the top of this balcony here. The easiest way is just go down the stairs and then follow those guards and not try to work our way down the balcony. Run out the door to into the forest. That's what I'm thinking. Let's not try to jump. As you guys make your way back down the stairwell and down to the first floor, are you guys stealthing or just kind of running for it? Booking it. You guys are booking it? Booking okay. It. So as you guys go running out, uh, you notice the doors are open. The front door is <laughs> wide open, and that door leading to the back gate is open as well. Uh, what direction would you guys like to go in? To well, they're, the- they're probably heading towards the back door, like towards the forest. Uh, the forest is more to your guys' south directly below you guys and you just saw that group of the men who you've let free they just scattered in every which direction so okay. it's kind of hard to tell exactly where they'd It'd be going. It'd make more sense to go out the back door so the townsfolk don't see them. Because we want to be going more towards the forest and away from town. Okay. Plus I have, I know I know the forest Okay. Well. So as you guys begin running out of the building, uh, you see another guard who's running towards the front door, sees you guys for a moment, and he's kind of trying to think as he just, he turns around and just keeps running towards the front door at this point, as he just figures there's bigger fish to fry between that large group of people. You guys make your way out the back door as that large door that you guys once came through before is now just wide open, and it appears that they just popped it open to just get out of here as quickly as they can as well. You guys can easily run towards the forest. Um, are you guys trying to kind of hide as you're making your way there, or are you guys just sprinting into the forest as quick as you can? My plan was to attack the guards to prevent them to uh, from attacking the other prisoners. You don't really see. The only guard you saw was that one who turned and went towards the front door. Other than that, you're really not seeing any guards out here. They're not chasing the other guards, or they're not tra- chasing the other prisoners? I mean, they're kind of just scattered off and into the city at this point, so okay. you'd have to go, like, hunt them down if you'd like to directly find them, but... W- what's your plan, uh, Trillium? Honestly, I mean, my plan initially was to get Tomlin and get out, but you did a great deal in helping me, so if you wish to stop the guards from taking any of the other prisoners back, then I will join you. I'm, I, I want to go towards the forest. I want to fucking find those guards, and I want to take them well, down. Well, you saw the guards kind of split. Some went to the city, some went to the forest, chasing after different people. Okay. Well, I want to go to the forest be- just because it's safer. I don't want uh, the townsfolks to know. Well, they really wouldn't know, but just make on the safe side, just so they wouldn't see me, maybe transform or whatever, just to be safe and just go to the forest and save those group of people. As you guys run towards the forest deeper into it, you're getting to the edge of the city at this point and kind of breaking through as the forest is getting denser and denser. And off about, it's kind of hard to tell, a few hundred feet away, you hear a large, like, get away, back away, as he's just yelling and shouting. And it sounds like Fezzik once again, kind of just yelling at something. Uh, and it appears to be, like, to your guys' south by about 100 or so feet. I'm bucking it straight to the south. Okay. So as you run up, Gotta protect yes. As you guys run up, you see 
the large Fezzik standing on top of a boulder with what appears to be a, uh, some sort of a club that he's found. Like, basically a large broken tree branch, and he's kind of swinging at, at one of the guards who's at the bottom of the rock with his sword drawn and is back to you guys as he's, like, pointing it up and yelling at Fezzik. Uh, shoot. Okay, and this guard would, in fact, be the large plate-mailed man who you saw once before. Perfect. Taking out the leader. As you quickly are running up through this forest, you draw your bow, fire off one shot as it pierces through the back of his armor. You hear him let out a large scream, and as quickly as he's screaming, you've already knocked another arrow and released that one as well. As this arrow now pierces into a soft spot in between some of his plates, and you see it blow out the other side as just blood's kind of now started to leak down the side of his plate of armor. Uh, and he lets out a scream as he turns around and turns and faces towards you guys. So he's about 40 feet away from you guys at this point, and Fezzik's standing on a boulder that's about 10 feet high or so. Uh, and it's his turn first as he turns and begins to run towards you two. Uh, and he makes it almost there as he's about 10 feet away from the both of you now at this point. He's going to pull a dagger out from behind his back and throw it at you, Trillium. So as he pulls this dagger out from behind his back and throws it quickly, it manages to soar through the air and kind of catch you in, like, your bicep momentarily as it soars past you, dealing four points of damage. Uh, he's now going to draw another small dagger off his other back as he's going to throw it at you once again. As it deals another four points of damage, this dagger as well soars through the air and manages to kind of catch you just right in the leg and kind of bounce off almost. It didn't quite pierce you, but it manages to draw a deep little cut. Up next is you, Cypress, as he stands about 10 feet away from you. Perfect. Well, I love Fezzik so much. Uh, I'm going to do Witch Bolt at second level. Okay. As you let out this large bolt of energy, it soars through the air as it just manages to catch into him for a moment. He begins to let out a large scream as you see his skin just begin to bubble and turn for a moment. And it just begins popping as his clothes set fire and you let hear him just let out a large scream as his body just drops to the ground and his plate mail is almost pulsating a bright red as your energy is just struck and truer than ever before and he drops dead to the ground Fezzik that was for you baby thank you Fred run run <laughs> go somewhere safe I'm on it <laughs> wait go to Throg's camp the uh Peggy can save you there with get the bracelet off your arm Throg's camp Throg's camp where's that south an island in Hagendash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On it. Uh, and he just begins running south into the forest. I don't remember a real name, but I just remember Peggy. It's not. <laughs> not Peggy. Elaine. Elaine. Okay. Actually, it's Elaine. Says Bethany, okay. Thanks for listening to the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm a fan. <laughs> and what the fuck do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> so you see him running off into the distance as you guys find yourself in a moment of peace and quiet off in the late night now at this point deeper in the forest all right throw him you've got your butt your buddy tom lee how did tom you lee? fuck up both of their names at throw once him? yeah i don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's redo Still tripping, dude. Yeah. Whoa. all right throw him you got your buddy tom lee uh, <laughs> uh, you said Tom the exact Lynn. same thing. You called her Thrillium. 
Brilliant. It's not brilliant. Brilliant. No. I don't think you've ever called somebody by their correct name though, so it fits. But <laughs> it does. <laughs> Noglop was the worst. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> you've got your buddy, Tom Lynn. Yeah. Okay. Half right. Sure. Okay. Well, it works. <laughs> Where do you guys plan on going now? Back to the marsh. Back to the forest. Continue. Uh, getting uh, refugees from the Witten Empire through there and hiding them and protecting the trees. Good luck on your travels. I'll stay here and I'll, and I'll find someone that might help me. Maybe Z Montaigne has sent me a letter, so you might have someone coming this way. Thank you for your assistance. You are always welcome in the marshes of madness and in my forest. Uh, it's been fun tripping with you and saving prisoners. Hell yeah. Thank you. Good luck on your upcoming journey. So, as you guys say your goodbyes, you see uh, Trillium and Tomlin begin to make their way off to the west and deeper into the forest, kind of south-southwest, as they begin to kind of just dip and dive, and you lose track of them between the shadows of all the density of the trees. Uh, You find yourself alone, deeper in this forest now, at this point, Cypress, and apparently lost. How'd you like it there, Bethany? Yes, we're done playing, but <laughs> I can't remember how I wrap this thing up every single time. <laughs> I, I I had a lot of fun. It was so great. I really want to play play again, play more. Yeah. Uh, it really makes me hungry because I like to play more. You know, especially because I have an idea for a character that I think would that would be so fun. But I'm like, I'm like, how do you work it into the story? And I was. But I think I, I think we're all excited for COVID to be over so we can yeah. actually play D and D together. And the more people right? we we get like on the podcast and stuff, most people that we have on have had no experience at all. And like, oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do this. And you all live somewhat locally, so we could like mm-hmm. join our fucking campaign. Jo- yeah, yeah it'd be so I much feel, fun. I feel so bad at the end of these because people get so excited. And they're like, oh, what? Like, let's play more. Like, let's let's do this again. And it's like, I can't with the pod. It doesn't work to bring back the same character, and we want to have extra guests. Of course, we're gonna have reoccurring characters, and like, I'd love to bring people back. But like, I'd love to host just sessions, like weekly sessions with different groups at the same time too. And like, it always makes me feel so bad when it's like, oh yeah, we'll find some time. But it's like so brutal with COVID right now too. Right. Hopefully by April, maybe June. Yeah, we can get some shit going. I'd love to do this in person. It'd be great. I hope everybody had a great time listening. This was a fun one. Um, everybody out there, check out Bethany's Twitch at a bird link. A bird lane. We'll post that in the description. Um, and everyone out there, have a kick-ass day. Yeah.